Hey, this is Kurt Angle, the greatest wrestler of all time and Olympic gold medalist. And you're listening to the amazing, awesome, incredible Wrestle In Podcast. Oh, it's true. It's damn true. Hey, y'all. Welcome. Welcome back to the Ocean Cyclone Show. And on this episode, we are handing out mid-year report, report cards to a variety of Joshi promotions. Some of these promotions are going to want to slap these bad boys on the fridge with pride. Some of these promotions, however, are going to have to have some uncomfortable conversations with their parents. I'm Ryan, one-third of our Ocean Cyclone crew, host of Fly to Five, and the best dress teacher at my school. Joining me to grade is Mr. Prolific himself from Ring Post Radio and about 36 other places, Scott Edwards. Scott, are you writing a column right now as we're recording? No, I, I, I'm not really good at writing things anymore. But by mm. the time this comes out, you should check out the interviews that I did. I don't remember. I don't know what will be out by the time this comes out, but at least the Mio Momono one and the Tsukasa Fujimoto one, those will both be out. And yes, I'm going to put those as a feather in my cap moving forward. And I'll probably just say that every time we do this show ever again. So, okay. Yeah. Read 14 those. months ago, I interviewed Mio Momono. <laughs> Damn right I did. <laughs> we'll 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 keep a track and ha- and count how many months in a row it gets brought up. Yes, exactly. That's all. Okay, hey, so one running running jokes bringing up irrelevant things on this podcast. I would never. Okay. It's called it's called peaking. I and you're peaked. hearing uh, you're hearing the third man of our three man squad. He is from the Into the Wrestleverse podcast. He is a man with the uncanny skill of slipping Jungle Kiona into any conversation. Trent Brewer, Trent. Um, yes, I'm as excited as Jungle Kiona is when she got into her first match after a year and a half. There we go. Perfect. It didn't take long See? at all for Jungle to come up, even though just before we went to recording, Scott was like, well, Jungle's not getting mentioned on this episode. Ha! I have so many ways I could go, but I'm going to be nice. I'm going to be nice. It's so early. We've, it's early. <laughs> we've, ticked, we've ticked that box. Jungle Kiona, oh. Mio Mimono interview. Done. How excited she was after she lost all her title matches. Yeah, got it. Yeah, that was a good one. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. You know, because she never won a singles title despite all the big matches. We get it. And in her hometown. It's pretty clear. (laughs) (laughs) What would her her career grade be in terms of being a successful wrestler? Probably like, probably like probably like D. Just because that man doesn't realize her skill and her ability does not make her any less an amazing. Wrestler. We're talking about success here, not skill. We're talking about success. She won my heart. That's the only thing that matters. Mm. Oh well, good to know how you're grading today. All right. <laughs> uh, so before we get further off the rails, um, I just want to talk our Patreon. You can join our Patreon at Patreon.com/slash. Russell INN for as little as a dollar a month, you get early access to flight of five early access to noob Japan plus into the Wrestleverse is Patreon exclusive. That's the only way to listen to it. And Trent, you are a part of that crew. Um, can you kind of just tell us what that show is all about? Yeah. So basically every week, Kieran, Libby and myself jump on and whatever's happened in the week of wrestling, we basically tear it to shit. 
Um, occasionally there's some good stuff to talk about. Sometimes there's some bad stuff to talk about, but basically it's a bit of a lighthearted jab and approach to wrestling as it is. Um, generally I'll watch wrestling as well while it's happening, which 99% of the time doesn't really matter, but on the 1% where a live show happens and a big title match changes, uh, title changes hands, you get to hear my unfiltered reactions, such as, uh, the most recent one that we recorded, uh, which was Satoshi Kojima winning the GHC, uh, championship at the big cyber fight show um which dates this episode but we do that anyway so i don't care yeah wrestling is timeless so we're all good um let's talk before we jump into our grading and upset a bunch of fan bases um let's (laughs) just talk something and joshi we are into or looking forward to scott what's going on with you it's joshi summer like that is a legitimate thing this mm. year. It's Josie. We're heading into Josie summer. I feel like the past couple of weeks have mostly been quiet. Yeah, we had Cyber Fight Festival, but eh, that's you know whatever. Uh, they only had four matches total, so it's not like they had a lot. Uh, <laughs> we got well, we got two big. We got two big shows at the beginning of July. Stardom has Midsummer Champions. TJPW has Summer Sun Princess. Same day, so those are just automatically massive shows to look forward to and then we have oh yeah the five-star grand prix which will you know carry us from summer into fall and that's amazing i think the tokyo princess cup starts somewhere in there as well uh catch the wave will be completing uh there's a bunch of other joshi companies that will be doing things that are unannounced nomads has their second show so summer yeah joshi summer is what I'm all about because I think nice. So maybe all of it. an even better summer than we had last year, which is saying a lot. I thought Joshi Ooh. killed it last year. Hmm. Trent, what about you? Anything in that Look, group I, or somewhere else? I, I don't like to jinx things, um, okay. but clearly I do with what I'm about to say. I like that in all the chaotic wrestling news that we've had with people doing bad things and things going awry, mm. we haven't had a major Joshi issue pop up. Um, just mm. because like, it feels like every now and again something will happen which kind of shakes the shakes the boat a bit and obviously Ice Ribbon kind of had their big exodus but that was a while back now but with everything that's been going on Karabushi, MJF, all the injuries and forbo- coming to Forbidden Door um, Vince McMahon, Sasha Banks and all of that it's nothing to do with Joshi and hopefully I haven't jinxed it but it's not mm. just being able to watch wrestling <laughs> and go ah this is good quality stuff and we can just enjoy it as opposed mm. to having to go look at all of this that's going on behind the scenes yeah this has made me really glad that I'm like not currently covering WWE and having an editor be like okay you're gonna have to comment on the Vince McMahon situation like oh I don't I don't want to talk about that <laughs> so gross <laughs> can we talk about like wrestling uh so you're right like Joshi is not doesn't have a clean underbelly, but no. I mean we're not we're not getting the same kind of muck. Um, and if anything happens between now and the release of this podcast, it was your fault. Trent. Let me apologize profusely. <laughs> well, we'll call it the trick curse. Joshi had their dark couple of months. I think you know it started last year with the marvelous stuff, and then the ice ribbon, and then the ice ribbon again, like. To me, that hopefully that, that was it. Hopefully they just got it out of the way because obviously uh, two of those marvelous wrestlers have not come back to wrestle. Yeah. Um, and I mean, Ice Ribbon had retirements and a hiatus, and you know, there's been a lot. There's been a lot. And obviously, they're not as dark a cloud as 
right. a certain old man that runs a certain company. Thank mm. God. Uh, mm. But there has been like, you know, some dark times. And I, mm-hmm. I hope those were the ones that, you know, that was it. Right. Now we yeah. can just enjoy. Joshi yeah, you can live with that. Let's What's have the come? summer of Joshi. Yes. Let's do exactly. it. Which I think um, we're going to have. It, it feels like a guarantee. I wanted to go a little bit back in time with my pick of what I've loved. We recorded before Flashing Champions. This was called, right? Doesn't yes. sound right. A- everyone <laughs> thinks it's wrong. This is a fun <laughs> on every podcast they do. No one ever knows what it's called, including myself. But I, always, I have figured it out because originally I never knew the name of it. So, yeah, so it's, it's confusing because there's not Cinderella in there. If it was called Flashing Cinderella, you'd yes. Say, oh, yeah, that makes sense. yes, that's what Fla- it is. Flashing Cinderella could be Champions. problematic. That could be problematic. You can't do you don't want to do that. Cinderella. Unless Cinderella is the champion, in which case it just ties in. Oh, wow. Um, so I didn't watch it as it happened. I catch it a couple, you know. You don't get up at 2.30 in the morning like Scott? Why is there shots being fired? I didn't do anything. That's not a shot. It's, it's just, a genuine it's just, question. It's insanity. I don't. I don't. He's a school teacher. Yeah. Um, so I'm looking on cage match and I'm just like, hey, you know, what do people think about the matches? And both of the, the co-main events got like eight point something. To me, that's an undersell. Risa Sarah versus Shuri. I was like, this is one of my mm. favorite matches of the year. Mm. I get very distracted and bored during wrestling. Interesting. Unless it's amazing. Right? <laughs> Interesting. If you, go, you have multiple wrestling boxes. If you go, well, if you go like 45 minutes and you're doing these like rest holds and, you know, like, I'm going to drift off, but you, uh, the match like Risa, Sarah, Shuri from the moment one, I'm hooked. I'm, I'm leaning toward the, the screen and then they do something crazier. And I'm like, uh-huh. Yes. I'm listening. And then just keep pushing it and pushing it. And that, that's what that, that's what it was like for me. And they use the interference very well. Um, so House of Torture should be watching and be like, this is what you do to make interference elevate a match, not, Hey suck now. the life out of it. How hey to torture use uh, interference as the rest hold? Yeah, absolutely. That's a good point. That's a absolutely. Good point. I I think it's unfair to compare House of Torture to Prominence. Prominence is just on another level. Yeah. yeah. Even yeah. even if I only care about two of their wrestlers, they're on another level. <laughs> Ouch. Hey, I guess we're getting a tease, a preview of um, what we're talking about today. Well, I don't um, watch the others, so <laughs> there's, your, <laughs> there's, your, there's your trick there. Brian's half paying attention to the show. Scott's not watching half the show itself, so um, this is a good start. We'll see. We'll see. Um, well, as you may have noticed, if you listen to the show, we kind of rotate who is host. I want it. I was like, I want this one because mm-hmm. I'm the teacher. I give out report cards. I give out grades. I want to ask you a daily question job. about that. Okay. Am I about to feel that power like you have for so long as a teacher? I don't know how long you've been a teacher, but I feel like the power of giving kids a chance to fail or succeed. Oh my god, it's incredible! <laughs> I've never, I've never thought of it that <laughs> way. Jimmy, you have suck. so much power. You could just ruin a kid's future. <laughs> I don't think you meant to, though. No, yeah. but like, what this the is the wrong sucks, approach, dude? Scott? What if an essay is absolute trash? You're probably like, oh well. This kid's not going to college. See ya. I don't know how old you teach either, so that doesn't help. Um, I teach nine and ten year olds, so they're not. <laughs> you can burn that. They're not. Very they're very not in the okay. college. Okay, never mind. Yet, okay, but... so you don't have the you don't have as much power as I thought. Never mind. Okay, if, so with this, if, if you're teaching high into... schoolers, ooh, yeah, that's ooh, true. 
they've been big trouble. I think you're just trying to like document what they're doing. Hmm. I'm not making so many judgment calls. Hmm. You are you're establishing what they what they're supposed to be doing and how well they did it. Um, so when we're grading these Joshi promotions, I was like, well, what 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 are we grading? Let's break it down because that's how you do an assignment. You can't just be like this essay is a B. You tell the kids what you're looking for. So Joshi promotions, this is what we're looking for. Damn, you're we're looking for A, we're looking for great matches, ring work. That's very important. Let's do that. Number two, stories, moments, booking, all those things. We're looking at that. And then the less tangible, harder to, harder to grade, just like buzz. Are people talking about the company? How do they feel about it? The general energy of the you know of of the direction of the company and then the business side i don't think any of us are like brandon thurston type business guys here but it's a factor are you selling at the tokyo dome are you like have five people in your in your at your show we're thinking about all those things so we're factoring all that in and then we're giving a letter grade a plus being the highest f being the lowest um Trent told us mm. about a, a um, Australian system that sounded like like gobbledygook. A U B U. I was like, "What yeah. is this?" So, um, <laughs> back in my with my high school, and I guess I should contextualize this because it might have changed. And so, I I graduated from high school in two thousand five, two thousand six. Depending on if you're counting uh, grades eleven and twelve, which obviously probably don't mean anything to you guys, anyways. We um, have eleven and twelve, but like it's like. You guys have like college and university, which is different to when we would do it. So that's why I wasn't 100% sure. All right, Basically, all right. <laughs> we would have like where I went, SA was satisfactory achievement. That was your pass. CA was commendable achievement, which was kind of like your credit. Um, then it was like, I think it was EA, a high achievement, HA, exceptional and outstanding achievements, which were kind of oh. high distinction level stuff. And then yeah. I, I guess there was one for if you sucked, um, but... I, I didn't suck at school, so it's just S U. Yeah, <laughs> I'm happy. Probably you're more an F U with some of the kids. <laughs> wow. Um, okay. Well, we're gonna use the the A to F traditional. Most people yes. know that. Um, but I'd also like to kind of compare each promotion to a kind of student. I, you know, as I as I've done this a couple of years now, like. And he said he did enough. Well, one of your students? Are you going to be like, I no, 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 no. Little Jimmy. I'm not Little Jimmy oh, can sell out the Tokyo Dome, so he gets an F. <laughs> I'm not doing that. You just notice there's patterns. There's like every class has this kind of student. You're n- none of you are unique. Everybody falls into a box. It's, you're not special, kid. I'm sorry. Um, Let's go nihilistic quickly. <laughs> So come on, you're meant to be, be inspiring hope into the future, Ryan. I'm not telling them this. And he got and he got mad at me when I asked if he had the power. This kid, he you went worse than I ever imagined. <laughs> Little you Timmy, no you are not special. You are not unique. You will not sell out the Tokyo. Oh, 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 you want to be a baseball player when you grow up? Good try, buddy. You'll be a garbage man. Not that there's anything wrong with that. Oh boy, um, so I'll do my I'll do my best on that. And see, you'll <laughs> see what I'm talking make about. Make a lot of money. I just wanted to put that out there. If you're a garbage man, you're listening to this. I respect you. Thank you. There we go. There we go. Um, Are you a garbage so- man? No, I was thanking the garbage man. <laughs> I'm just a garbage person. Okay, no, that's fair. <laughs> that's different. That's different. 
I, um, I'm right. I'm right with you there. I just attacked yeah. Jungle Kiona within two minutes of the show. So it's yeah. Okay. We need the garbage men to throw you into the bin. <laughs> Sorry, Ryan. We are the the unruly students. You would be failing right now. Yeah. I know he's telling me I'm not special after this conversation. <laughs> yeah, probably. Um, let's start with Sendai Girls. <laughs> I think we. I, I have some good things to say at least. Mm-hmm. So. To me, Sendai Girls is the kind of student, you kind of forgot how talented they were because they missed a ton of time during COVID. They weren't really around for online learning. They weren't producing. And now that things are becoming more normal, you're realizing, oh yeah, you are talented. You are successful. And they're just getting back into their group. Um, Scott, I know you've been waving the Sendai Girls flag all year. How do you feel they've been doing so far? Oh man, Sunday Girls is a very interesting promotion because I, you know, I actually added a system into this, which I think is actually at times important, and it's the uh, viewability aspect. How how easy can mm. I see your shows, right? Because mm. that matters to me. Yes, and don't get me wrong, I can find all these shows one way or the other, but but Sunday Girls uploads everything on YouTube. However. It takes a month for each show. So they do get, you know, hurt in some ways. That being said, that being said, I love Sunday Girls. I love the wrestlers that they bring in. They have some of the best freelancers. Uh, I think they have actually bring in the best freelancers in uh, Takase, you know, Prominence and uh, Oscar Veni. So I think those are like the top tier freelancers as is. So bringing them and mixing them in is great. The one problem that I think... Sendai Girls has is a lot of the time they don't go into the stories as much as you hope Mm -hmm. to create uh, champ uh, title matches. And I think that's their biggest problem because, you know, you have Chihiro Hashimoto who has both of your top titles, your only title. Well, not your only title. So junior titles on um, Inaba, maybe not by the time people hear this because there is a title match coming up, but I think that is their one main problem. If they built more title matches, if they built more stories, I think they could get into that A-type grade for me. Mm-hmm. Um, but I have to be fair here. As someone that loves their promotion and will tell everyone to watch it because, again, it's free, um, it's on YouTube, all that good stuff. They need to start telling more stories because that is something I think that's held Sendai Girls back for a while now is that people do find them to be lazy in the booking aspect. But since they've come back really especially this year they put on at least one to two good matches a show which is so appreciated uh they have again top tier talent uh they have good matches which is always important to a wrestling company if you don't have good matches and guess what you're not getting a good grade no matter what that's the most important grading but if you in this second half i really want to see them do more stories do more title matches we're starting off hot we're getting hashimoto versus venny so I, I can't ask for more there, but I wish there was a more of a story to get there, right? Mm-hmm. Instead of just like, here's this awesome match, which again, I never complain with, but I want more than that. So I'm going to give my grade first. We, we, we were we were not going to have me do grades first. We're going to let everyone go around the horn because maybe someone's a little unprepared, but I'm going to go with a B, a safe B. Mm. I think there's still lots of room to grow. But for what I look for in a wrestling company, you're giving me great matches. You're giving me – it's very accessible for me. So those really mean a lot, but I need the stories. I need them uh, more 
yeah, stories to get to those title matches because, again, Hashimoto, if you're going to have both titles on her, I need more than just, oh, here's a title match on this day for the first time since the beginning of the year, I think. Yeah. Yeah, since she defended against Aroha in January or the end of December. Mm -hmm. So that's January, yeah. Yeah, so that's where I'm at. I like a B safe. Maybe it's a little high, but that's how I feel about the overall product because I like it so much. Trent, have you watched a bunch of it? Yeah, especially now that they've made it more accessible. Um, Because, okay, so it's not necessarily, as uh, Scott said, you're not seeing it as soon as it happens. You have to wait a month. But honestly, sometimes that's okay. Because like when you've got your four or five main promotions you might Mm -hmm. be trying to watch or however many it is you go with, when something I send our girls just kind of pops up midweek when there's not a show happening. Okay, it's from a month ago, but you've got time now. You can watch it. You're not having to keep up with everything that's going on because if you were a bit late watching AEW or Stardom or New Japan, then all of a sudden you're behind the discussion. Send mm-hmm. I, they drop it. Cool, let's see what this is about. Mm-hmm. Um, it does suffer from not having those in-depth stories like some promotions might go for, but if you want to tune in and watch just good quality wrestling with good quality wrestlers you know you can chuck on one of these sendai girl shows and you're going to enjoy yourself Mm -hmm. yes they only have six people on their primary roster but they're six wrestlers that you want to see and you want to see what they're doing um so accessibility they definitely get a big thumbs up for that because especially because you're not paying for it Mm -hmm. this isn't on a streaming service where you're kind of like okay let's get it through quickly it's free on youtube that's the most accessible that you can get, if we're being honest. Um, so that gets good thumbs up there. The matches have been good and entertaining. Sendai Girls is like a peanut butter sandwich. I'm not going to necessarily go to a restaurant to experience it. I'm not going to go out of my way. But when it's there, if I feel like it, it's always going to deliver exactly what I'm expecting. So mm. I, I'm actually with Scott. I'm going to be giving it a B as well. Um I would have maybe not given it a B if it wasn't for the introduction with their current YouTube system. But to me, that bumped them up to a B because mm-hmm. it's yeah. never been easy to get into Sendai Girls because of that. Um, I hope we disagree more um, <laughs> moving forward because this may not go well. I wrote down accessibility and consistency, and you guys both That's touched crazy. on those things. Like, crazy. I mean, you it pop means on. We're good teachers, and we're, we're all smart guys um but you don't have to put on the main event you put on any of the matches they're gonna be pretty good like they're consistently good there's not necessarily anything like match of the year contender stuff but you're gonna be entertained it's gonna be solid good stuff um i gotta give them props for having one of the at least my favorite tag team right now in joshi team 200 kilograms And that's where you could put more of a story. Like they're dominant, who can take them down. But I mean, Scott's right. It's just here are some matches. Yeah. And here are some other matches. Here we go. Uh, so I back up. Just saying. What's that? Mio Momoto is about to come back into the Sunday picture. The game's about to change. That changes everything. Yeah. (laughs) She was the star last year for them before she got hurt. So just saying. And then Maria has been good. Yeah. Maria's good. Yeah. They have a, like you do have a good talented crop of people. Um, I like that I can if I if I'm into a match and I want to kind of share it with someone who's outside of our bubble. Yes. I don't have to say, look, let me teach you how to find this match mm-hmm. and like explain. I could just be like, here's the link and you'll probably get into it. So um, and people are more inclined to click on a YouTube link yeah. than a, a dodgy Russian website or something. Exactly. And it's separated by match too. click on. It's not the whole show. 
Yeah. Which you don't have to give them a timestamp and hope that it works or tell them click here and then they're here. It's just, there it is. If you want the perfect example of what they offer, I mean, they have a show today. Well, tomorrow, whatever, whatever day it may be for you, but (laughs) it doesn't matter. Hopefully it's out by the time you actually hear this, but it's, you know, Manami versus Tomoka Inaba, Eureka Oka versus Ryo Muzunami, Chihiro Hashimoto versus Maria, and then Dash Chisako and Kaho Kobayashi versus Miki Wada and Miyuki Takase. Like, that's just what they offer. They give you this deck of, like, really good matches Mm -hmm. that aren't going to be too long. They're Mm. just going to be easy, fun watches, which I think Trent made a good point. You know, maybe you just want to watch a wrestling match that's going to be really good. Maybe it's not going to be match of the year quality, Mm -hmm. but it's going to be really good. That is what Sendai gives you every single card they do. And that's why I think I couldn't go much lower either because consistency goes very long for goes a long way for me. And you're gonna hear that in other promotions, I promise, of why they, you know, I have problems <laughs> with certain certain promotions. I think I know who you're taking a shot at, but <laughs> before <laughs> we get there, um I gave the exact same grade a B. So we're on the same page now, but I think that's changing right now. We're Ooh. talking about the freelance groups oh, this could be the, the nomads the prominence <laughs> um you can throw colors in if you if you want but um to me this is the new student they got mm. this moved from a different state so you don't have a lot of data on them yeah you, they seem talented they seem like okay they seem smart but i don't have tangible evidence i can't show you yet how smart they are because they just they're just getting started yeah so that's why I am there. Um, Trent, I know you've been you've been watching a lot of the Nomads and the Prominence. Mm-hmm. Um, how are you feeling about them? So I think, admittedly, this is a tough one to grade for the reasons you gave. So I'm kind of looking at it in terms of just like, what does this mean for the general Joshi scene? And the fact that the Joshi scene can support these three upstart groups who are just coming about and just want to run wrestling shows for the sake of running wrestling shows and doing their thing without being hindered by, this is the only group I'm going to work with. Because we've seen all three of these promotions, they're popping up everywhere else. We've got prominence popping up in Stardom, in Sendai Girls. You've got Colors who are now... Are they with Stardom permanently? Are they not? Because they're They're technically a a part of the Cosmic (laughs) Angels. Mm -hmm. Um, And, you know, all the the Nomads crew, like Nomads is a promotion, but it's not a promotion. So they're popping up everywhere as well. I'm really excited because it shows where the Joshi scene is, that these three groups can come up and put these shows on, drawing good crowds from everything that we're seeing. Nomads was selling out Prominent Side at their first show but they're still able to go around and work with everyone else. So because of what it's saying for the Joshi scene as a whole, I'm actually going to maybe reach over my bounds here and actually give them an A minus because of what it's showing. Yes, it's very early on, but everything that we've seen so far from these groups have been really good. I'm loving the prominent shows we've seen. The Nomads first show was fantastic. Colors has been doing really well. At, but because what it's showing about this scene, Japanese Joshi wrestling is so hot right now that you can have your big stardom promotions, you can have your classic promotions, and then you can have these upstarts who can still succeed and thrive because of where the industry's at. Ooh, okay. Scott, you are nodding your head. People cannot see that. Um, so I'm <laughs> guessing you're feeling similar to Trent. This is the most interesting section to me because... Nomads has had one show, right? Nomads mm-hmm. has had one show, but I think it's one of the best Joshi shows of the year. 
I'm like, I, I fully believe that they actually had a match of the year contender, in my opinion, with that tag match, one of the best tag matches of the year, no matter what wrestling you're talking about. And I've watched a lot of matches. You talk colors. And I think the way I look at colors and prominence isn't based on their own shows as much as it's what they're doing with this freedom that they now have. And like Trent said, they're dipping into the stardoms and ice ribbon and all they're dipping in pretty much every promotion you can name prominence is, you know, right now doing stuff with Sendai girls, which is great. Uh, colors. I, I think colors might be in every promotion right now. Like, seriously, <laughs> like, They, at least one of their wrestlers are dipping their toe in each. You could tell me they're on NXT UK and I'd probably believe you. Yeah, exactly. Like they're doing a lot. And I think that's a great thing. Um, I did want to expand, though, if we're talking freelancers, I do want to talk just kind of the freelance circuit here, because if we're willing to bring in nomads, which I don't know how to explain them fully, they're just kind of like a group, but not a group. It's it's Mm. pretty much just all the freelance wrestlers going. So I think that's my best way to say it. And I think without these freelance wrestlers, the Joshi scene is not where it is right now as a whole. Stardom's doing fine if they don't have, you know, prominence colors, but they do. Right. And it's just enhancing the product. And if they're able to enhance a stardom product that is red hot, then they're enhancing every product they touch. And I think for that alone, but also considering the ability to see all of their shows, I'm talking about you, prominence, um, and especially <laughs> talking about you, colors. I'm not buying a DVD. God, what do you think I am? Uh, 2022. Yeah, like it, it. I just can't do it. I'm not. I can't order a DVD. It, it's 2022, like Ryan said. It, what are we doing? What are we doing here? Just stream. Just stream it on something. It's Japan. <laughs> I guess, but like I'll fax every, it to you. Uh, well, that's great. Appreciate it. <laughs> but I'm. I was gonna go with B plus because I think there's still room to grow for them in terms of their own shows and what they're doing. I mean, if I was just going nomads, they would be as high as possible because they've had one show and it was a complete home run, right? But bringing them all together and putting them this, putting them in this ball, I have to go B plus. Uh, but they are, they are the heart of Joshi right now, freelance, and it's really great to see what they're doing. I just wish they won more. Mm. Like that's my biggest problem, and I guess that's not really their fault. So they don't get to book themselves into winning. But like, <laughs> you bring in Takases, and you bring in Oscar Venis, and you bring in Saki, and all these great talents, and they're losing a lot in their promotions. And that's like my only complaint. That's not their fault, but they should be winning because guess what? Most of the time, they're better than the talent that they're helping out. Let's be honest. Let's just be strictly honest. But I think I'm gonna go with B plus. Um, after putting all that together, Ryan, you should start the with the grade next time. Like, I don't want to make you go last every time. <laughs> <laughs> be fine. Well, I, I have some ones. I'll I'll, I'll go first. You definitely go um, first. TJPW. It's, I'm it's totally allowed. I'm lower than you guys. Not um, when you bring in Takase and Asuka, I'm high on them. But Nomads. But Nomad. Well, I mean, the Nomads show you and yeah. it's like. You sound like you enjoyed the Nomad, sh- it, the self-containing show more. The prominent shows have been fine to me. Um, I don't know who, I don't, I don't know what prominence is. They're sort of sometimes deathmatchy, and then 
There's very goofy stuff with the ball and the forks. That's Suzu oh, Suzuki those style. Oh, oh, the ball and the fork. No, the fork ball. No, I get never mind. Never mind. Like, what, are, I thought you were talking about the bar matches that they did. I was like, I don't count those. You don't count that? <laughs> no, that, well, that I watched was, that. I, I was like, I don't know. Oh, what is I didn't this? watch it. I couldn't watch it because I saw the first one. I was well, like, don't oh, don't watch it. Don't watch it. It's like whatever. Um, so I know they can do awesome things. I just haven't seen their full potential yet. Mm. And I don't, it's hard. I was gonna, I was gonna cop out and put in, uh, incomplete, but that's that's <laughs> no, cheating. It it's fair though. Like we I, only, I only know half the day. So I am going to do a C plus. That's fair. I think so you're doing fair. you're doing fine. Mm. And then I'm, I'm putting the plus as sort of a encouragement. This is what I would do for the students. <laughs> and look, look. You're almost Here's to a teacher beat. actions coming into play here. You're almost to a beat. You just, suck, but just I, work I, I a little harder. Hope. Just <laughs> you're you know, average. Just keep doing what you're doing. Show me what you can do. Um, and I just don't have the, I don't have the evidence. Like I don't have the great matches to point to, which is not fair because they haven't put on that many shows. Yeah. But I can't grade them high for not producing. This and is the we one that's seen... going to have the most variance because Nomads has only one run show. Prominence has only run a couple of shows and is a very niche product. And yeah. Colors is just bloody hard to find. And them, themselves, like their aesthetic and their style is fairly, you know, either you're in or you're out on them as well. Um, I really enjoyed what Prominence did, which is partly why my grade is so much higher. Mm-hmm. But it is just, you know, if you don't enjoy the style of product they're doing, you're only going to be able to go so high like with Ryan. Okay, so we are, we're not having a completely boring podcast. We're <laughs> the same grades. Um, as I was scared, I was like, oh, my God, what are we doing? Um, we've differed there, and I know we're going to differ here. Tokyo Joshi Pro. This was a hard one for me. <laughs> I'll just tell you. Um, to me. I'm going they're, last. They're a student that's very talented, but they're frustrating because they don't live up to it. There are times when there's a big test, a big assignment, and they kill it. But there are times they just mail it in. Right. And they just put, you're not, you're like, you're not consistently putting out what I know Shit you on put the out. cat. Shit on, on the kid. cat. <laughs> you, you hot, you, um, you have this. <laughs> take it down. Take it down. Well, I mean, I'll get into it then. Like, the top of your card has a lot of talented wrestlers. Mm. There's not really a mid card, it skips and it goes to like a very low card and a lot of wrestlers that are just, eh. The cat, for example. <laughs> I'm not entertained. I'm hoping Ernest the Cat Miller just jumped onto this podcast. Right He's like very confused. On me? Um, you know, like people are really into to Raku. People are really into Palm. Oh, whatever. <laughs> um, I get what you're trying to do. You're goofy and stuff. I'm I'm very into the goofy side, but you gotta you gotta give me more in the ring, right? And the thing with Tokyo Joshi is they do. Mm. There are some very good matches um, towards the top of the card. They've had some very big shows. They have Grand Princess is the biggest show in their history. I love that. I loved almost everything on there. Um, I thought they were the the MVP of Cyberfight. I didn't love much of the stuff except the Tokyo Joshi matches. Um, Nakajima. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> We're not, we're not, we don't count that one. Um, and then, but this is like my home promotion in the sense Mm. where like I follow it more closely. Mm. I'm rooting for it. 
So it's harder to, it's hard to make, am I grading it because I just like you? Am I grading it because like, this is what you really did? So I really wavered between a B plus, get your act together, and then like an A minus. And I'll stick with the A minus. There's enough good stuff on there. They've, they've come through on the big moments. This is a lot of, a lot of stuff I'm not into. So I'm, ta- I'm, I'm taking it down mm. to the low A. If I got a B plus and then got told, get your act together, I'd probably be like, eh, B plus, I'm cool with that. <laughs> <laughs> Which shows what kind of student I was. Um, but yeah, I, I actually, the way you were talking, I was expecting a lower grade than that. Um, so clearly you're just being the harsh taskmaster of the student that you really like, wanting to see them lift their game. Um, you expect I, more out of them. Yeah, yeah. It's like, I know you can plus. do better than this. So I want to encourage you to yeah. realize like you could slip. You could become a boring promotion. Don't do that. <laughs> um, well, since Scott's already claimed the last spot uh, to <laughs> destroy Tokyo Joshi, I'm guessing, uh, I'll jump into the middle here. Well, it's, it is a tough one to grade because there is good and bad sides to them. Um, I think for the most part, TJPW have given a fairly steady performance, kind of like in Sendai Girls in terms of like what you expect based on what we saw from TJPW last year. I think we've kind of seen that this year. Um, there's been a little bit of additional growth. They've continued to kind of get their name out there a little bit more. But I would also say the hype has sort of just settled in terms of like, you know, I think Tokyo Joshi kind of had a bit of buzz going around them when Wrestle Universe first kind of opened up the way they did. People were kind of talking TJPW, here's your chance to really, you know, see what they're all about. And now it's just kind of like, oh, yeah, it's it's the number two Joshi promotion going right now. Cool. Um, I do agree they had a really good showing at Cyberfight. And what really encourages me is they've got a couple of really good rookies and up-and-comers that if they can capitalise on what they have, um, I think the next couple of years could be really positive for Tokyo Joshi, but they do need to capitalize on that because we have also seen some talent slip through their fingers in the past. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm sure Scott will remind you that Mirai was a Tokyo Joshi pro wrestling <laughs> sure wrestler before she went to stardom and became the Cinderella champion. Um, so there's just examples like that where you, you hope that these up and comers that they do have, they can use properly. Um, that's looking a bit more in the future in terms of yeah, rather than giving them a current grade. But I think it's important to acknowledge that this is a promotion or a student that does have that potential if they can actually latch into it. Um, hopefully they're big stars that are touring internationally can actually bring fans to the promotion rather than just bringing fans to the wrestlers. I don't believe there's enough evidence that, say, people who don't follow Joshi are going to go to Tokyo Joshi after yeah, seeing some of these wrestlers so. perform elsewhere. But there are some people who continue to say, no, no, they... You know, this will help TJPW grow. Remains to be seen. I'm going to give them... I'm, I'm with Ryan in that I'm torn between two grades. I'm going to give them a B-. minus. Um, it's been good. It could be a lot better. But I feel like they have that area where they can grow into what they need to be. Oh, Scott's going to go real low. Judging by his face. God. <laughs> okay. Okay. You know, okay. Let's... I'll just... I'm going to start with this. I still think Makito should have won at Wrestle Princess 2. And I will keep I will keep saying that until they write that wrong, which they're never going to because the day she wins that title, she isn't beating Miyu Yamashita. So automatically wrong. But but I'm going to be honest here. Often, often on Twitter, I am told that TJPW is the storytelling promotion. Yet 
and, oh, and you connect to their wrestlers. Yet, if I connect to any wrestler that isn't one of their main pillars, I'm never going to see success ever, mm. ever. That's their biggest problem. They don't push wrestlers past a certain point. Miyu Watanabe, you know who should be, you know, winning the international princess title these days? Her. Like, she should be absolutely the one to beat a Maki Ito. Or Suzume, who I think is really talented. Yes, yes, yes. She, she gets pinned all the time. She's their biggest loser in so many ways. It's so sad because I like her a lot. And I understand, okay, well, who are they pushing that's different? Okay, well, their champions are Shoko Nakajima. Yeah, seen it before. Thanks. Uh, Yuka and Mizuki. Seen it, yes. Seen it. Maki Ito. See, Maki Ito is a weird one, right? Because she was international princess champion, but she lost it very quickly. This feels and, a little different. Yes. But then her title reign has been forgettable. I don't feel like any of her matches have been like, oh, wow, that was that was what Maki was doing last year. Maki had this incredible 2021. She went from a wrestler that people were like, oh, yeah, you know, she's 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 very popular because of what she does on social media and but she became a great wrestler. One of the best storytellers in professional wrestling. Not just Joshi, not just TJPW, one of the best. Okay. Last year, you also have Miyu Yamashita. Phenomenal, phenomenal Princess of Princess Champion. I think she gave three matches in a row that I'd put as TJPW's greatest matches of all time. The one with Maki Ito at Wrestle Princess 2, the one with Mizuki at Cork and Hall uh, to start off the year. And the one with Shoko Nakajima, Grand Princess. I think those might be the best three TJPW matches I've ever seen. Personal opinion, honestly. Mm -hmm. But ever since Miyu Yamashita has lost that title, I just am so uninterested in TJPW. And it's not because she isn't champion, but it's because they put it on someone like Shoko Nakajima. Again, she's good. She's talented. But it made no sense to me. You had a built-in story mm -hmm. with Maki Ito, and you didn't do it. You gave her the secondary title. That's such a WWE type thing, and I, I, I it is, it is, yeah, yeah. It's, it's unfortunate, but it is. And I just want these talented wrestlers, like you said. There is a, you know, top class, and then there's that bottom class. Yeah, but there's also this purgatory for all the wrestlers that I want to see get to that top class. Miyu Watanabe's in there. Hikari Noah is somehow back in there, despite being her international princess. I forgot she was even part of the company. There, I think Yuki Rai is in that top class already. I think they believe in her, and that's good. That's good. You're supposed to believe in someone like that that's so popular and super talented. So in some ways, they're doing really well. But at the end of 2021, if you were going to ask me what their grade would be, I would have probably said A minus A confidently. I thought they had a great year, all things considered. You know, bringing in with Yamashita on top, you had the great story with Ito. You could still finish off that story or have the Mizuki story, which is another natural story to tell. I promise you I am not that high this time. And I think you could hear it in my voice. Mm -hmm. I do have the frustrations. I think the Princess of Princess uh, Championship hasn't reached the standards that I got accustomed to with Yamashita. Don't get me wrong. I'm not going to blame Shoko here. She had a match with Yuki. I know that I thought was a disaster because they just, they just missed a lot. I don't know if anyone else realized that that watched it, mm -hmm, but like mm -hmm. it was almost scary sometimes because they just felt off. She had the match with hyper Masao. I'm sure if you're a longtime TJPW fan, that was really emotional match because of their relationship and all that. But 
they also didn't have Hyper Masao do any of what makes Hyper Masao great, right? They just had a wrestling match. And I think that's going away from the TGPW formula because I think Hyper Masao is beloved because of what she does as that superhero that does the comedic stuff, but can also wrestle. And then you have the match against Yuka Sakazaki, which was really weird because I thought it was good, but it also kind of just ended, felt a little flat. The crowd was quiet. I mm-hmm. didn't know. I don't know why, because I thought it was a good match. I, I do agree with Ryan. I thought TJPW had the best night on Cyber Fight, which could be saying something about the other two promotions more than anything. Sure. That's sure. besides the point. Uh, so my criticism here isn't because I hate TJPW or anything. It's because I know I've seen them do better. I know they can do better. Yeah. I know they can do this storytelling. I know they should. They have talent that they're just not elevating to a certain level. You have all you have your tag team champions and your main champion as your top stars all over again. And this is maybe okay. Maybe I am a hypocrite because I'm saying, well, Miu Yamashita, but there's a difference. I think Miu Yamashita is the only wrestler on the TJPW roster I have as a top ten women's wrestler in the world. Right, like she's just that good, and that's not a shot at the TJPW roster. That's a credit. No, to she's Miu Yamashita. Is. Clearly the best. And her being directionless hurts me too, because I think also at times that's where I'll talk about this with stardom is like when you don't have your main stars in a story, they're just kind of doing nothing. Utami Hayashishita is doing the same thing in stardom. She doesn't really have that much of a direction, but I guess she has a little direction, but not really. Anyways, Mm. I just know TJPW can do better. I know they can do a lot better. I know they have the wrestlers to do it. You don't want another Mirai situation. You really don't. But truthfully, I could see it happen. I don't I don't know if it'll happen. I'm not saying Susan May's gonna walk out tomorrow. I'm not saying that. But like Susan May's best match happened on a Gato Move show in the main event against May Saruga, right? That right, is the best show. And I will say, I already see things going up. Summer Sun Princess looks like a hell of a show already. You got a great main event with Shoko versus Rika Tatsumi. I think that is a legitimate great main event. It's the right direction because you're getting Rika back in the main picture who, you know, lost that title, but she was a, main, a new main star to be in the world title picture. Good start there. You're going to have Makito defend the title. You're bringing in Willow Nightingale. Uh, Hikaru Shida is going to be on the show. Riho's going to be on the show. May Saruga and Susan are teaming. Thunder Rosa supposedly going to be on the show. So there's a lot of things. Is that really happening? Yeah, it just got announced. When? Like five minutes ago. There we go. What? (laughs) (laughs) Rating goes up. Okay, well, one second. Yeah, he hasn't he hasn't hasn't given his grade yet. No, yeah, I just, just given this time to this time to change it. He, he can bump it up to an F. <laughs> oh man, it froze me a little bit. Okay, I am I am frozen. Okay, uh, it is happening. All right, so that's a big change. That's a big change. That's a nice one. <laughs> that's a big. That's a great addition to that show. Okay, so again, Summer Sun Princess looking like we're going back to where I think TJPW could be. That being said, for a grade. I'm going a D plus. Ooh, we did go all over the place here. And it's only because <laughs> I know they can be so much better. Yeah. But ever since Yamashita lost that title, I couldn't be less interested. Mm. It, it really upsets me. But Summer Sun Princess reeling me back in. I hear everything you say. Uh, I agree with a lot. Most Except of it. For the grade. <laughs> okay. 
<laughs> but those Miu matches happen this year. You know, and I'm, I'm, if I just look at the like 20, 30 best Joshi matches of the year, Miu versus Shoko, Miu versus Mizuki, they're high on that list. Yes. I really enjoyed the, not on that level, but the Magical Sugar Rabbits run. A lot of those matches I'm really into. Um, and on the like the crazier side, the goofy side of what they do, the pool match, you know, it's not it's not I did not watch great that. by any chance, but it's the kind of dumb stuff they do, and it was fun. Um, and then you talked about accessibility, which I do think is important. You have it on the streaming service that is attached to Noah, it's attached to DDT. Hmm. It's quite easy. I think you're talking about here. I think you're talking me up here. Oh, oh. I, I think I'm willing to get out of the cellar for this. And we haven't we haven't moved on. I haven't taped the episode. Okay. Okay. <laughs> scribble it out. You this is just going, please give me some extra credit assignments. I'm I think that's with what the you're cool doing. kids on Wrestle Universe. To, you're like, hey, I need this. I need this to pass the grade, uh, pass the course. I'm like, oh. <laughs> okay. You know what? You got me. C minus. Okay. Wow. We've moved it. We've <laughs> we know Scott can be bought off. Well, that's I'm not going. I mean, it it is <laughs> a hard battling between those. Two. It's a hard promotion to grade. I I kind of gave it all of the grades at some point. You could argue. Shout out Cat for the F. You could argue that yeah, you're failing because you're not doing this. You're doing super well because this show and this show was super successful. Um, they're a little bit all, all over the place. So. I, we, we, our grades are all over the place. We covered all bases. I mean, they're giving us Thunder Rosa versus Miu Yanasha. That, yeah. That alone should up did a whole grade for me. That's summer, that that summer Princess. Man. I, that was also me trying to react. I do think Summer Sun Princess is like the exact type of show that you it's looking good. rebound yeah. as yeah. a promotion. This is a, there's a big show for them, especially because they're going head to head in Tokyo against Stardom. So yeah. they kind of have to bring their big guns. I want to put I want to put up that Stardom did not do the same. They were like, "Yeah, here's your two title <laughs> matches. We're Everything else, whatever." Man. We were literally yeah. talking before that press conference. Like, okay, so they're gonna probably give us one more big singles match just so they can really go up against CJPW. Nah, nah, bro, nah, bro. Here's here's colors. Here's colors. Color. Have colors. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. Thanks. They'll do fine. I was always gonna be cruel on TJPW. It's because I know they have the talent. Yeah, no, they can be at that higher point. I just said I could probably give them a minus last year overall as a mm-hmm. show because again, those problems with the talent elevation existed then, but they were putting on great shows, so I didn't care as much. Mm-hmm. They're not a kid you're worried about dropping out of school and just becoming a crack addict. You want to believe in their future, but they're just kind of distracted at the moment. So oh, the cool kids are offering yeah. them cigarettes and they're taking them. <laughs> and you want bring it back, bring it back. Yeah, this is the midterm. Remember, this is the midterm. They yeah. can get their grade up. They can get their yeah, grade they up. They have time. They have another half. Give us a study montage. This is where I personally succeed school wise. So let's get into <laughs> nice. it. First half okay. of the, yeah, you know, whatever. Let's do it. Uh, we are going to head to Ice Ribbon. Oh, jeez. Um, <laughs> I know. This all is the, unfair, dude. All the, posit- <laughs> all the positivity but to, to fall out. Uh, so I tried to find a student. It's a kid you feel bad for because the circumstances around them are not good. Their parents broke up. They're struggling there's, in school. There's, tru- there's trouble at home. They're not, they're not, they're not getting to school on time. Um, 
it's things that's kind of out of their control. But you know, so they're, they're just you know they're smart. It's just they're not getting the consistency and like the things they need, the structure to just. And this is a very un, not very well veiled shot at all of the exodus of talent. You can't ignore that. That's a major thing. Trent, where does that leave you for where they are? Yeah, look, it's it's it feels mean in a way to kind of talk about the extraneous circumstances because look, they're doing the best they can with what's happened, but you just you can't ignore the exodus. Like there's just too mm-hmm. much high-end talent that's either left for different promotions or retired or gone on hiatus, and too many high-level people that's just completely changed the structure by its ribbon. And to the point where I don't think we've fully seen the effects yet. Because look, their last couple of shows, they've drawn okay. Like they did a decent number of Kirk and Hall, all things considering. Um, however, you just know like it's kind of they're hanging on for dear life right now. I I feel bad because like it's not like they're doing everything wrong. But when you look at the circumstances, I've got to give them a D plus. It's it's looking dire and it's going to take a while for them. You know, they need to drop into the special ed class, I think, you know, get a bit more focused Ooh. attention and learning just so they can build themselves back up to where they were. Because, yeah, the home life is tough right now. They are struggling. But at the end of the day, look, mum and dad might have broken up and so they are distracted at home, but the grades are still bad. Mm-hmm. You can't give them a B for, oh, I feel bad for you. You can't do that as Oof. a teacher. Yeah, I think, you know, when you look at all the elements they suffer on the buzz side of things. Yeah. Like a lot fewer people are talking about them. I I don't feel excited about what's happening. I want to, you know, I'm like, I root for them. I'm just not into it because of the things that you're saying. Um, But then when I did, I kind of went back to my very nerdy spreadsheet situation matches of the year. There were a lot of ice ribbon matches on there. Um, unfortunately, it's a lot of wrestlers that are not going to be with them anymore. So you're like, oh, uh, good luck with that. Uh, well, it's a very good quality all around. Uh, but accessibility, you're talking about that's always a struggle for them. Um, and well, I don't. They do have the YouTube. They have the YouTube membership. thing, but it's but like Nico. Not, Nico Pro sucks. Yeah, it's it's, it's called. It's, it's not YouTube. It's not Stardom World. You know, the, the English stuff they're doing with Yappy, I think, is a good step in the right direction, yeah. especially in terms of opening things up. I think they've kind of realized they can't rely on just being that kind of known Joshi promotion that's not stardom. They're going to have to kind of make an effort now to really sort of stand out. So that's a good move. But yeah, know, again, Nico Pro. So to me, the in ring kind of brings them up to a degree, but everything else drags them down. So I just went a flat C. Scott, where where are you headed? Oh, they're such an interesting promotion. They're such an interesting promotion because you had all of the you had the Exodus at the end of last year. That's the only way I caught. You know, mm-hmm. Mayuki he is technically still wrestling on their shows, but she's not a main part anymore. You lose prominence, aka you lose your prodigy. You lose your next. Mm. You, you use your next. You lose your next ace, right? Like mm. that's never a good thing to do. Um, and I don't necessarily blame anyone for that we don't know we don't mm-hmm. know exactly what happened yeah that is what it is and that's last year so it doesn't even matter for this year technically technically in some ways it does matter in terms of you know how i watch their shows and whatnot 
But then you lose Sakushi, who retires. Fujimoto goes on break. But by the sounds of it, based off my interview, she is going to come back. It's just a matter of when, uh, which is good to hear because I don't think anyone really knew for sure. Um, mm-hmm. But she said she's kind of really missing the ring. So good sign there because okay. if Sukasa is coming back in the fold, that changes, changes a lot. Yeah. you One, you still have relationships. I think they're working with a good amount of freelancers right now. Um, they have so it's funny i didn't fully get in dice room until after all this happened <laughs> so i'm watching them now because i think watching them grow from this whole new beginning this new era is very important uh they have they have a young core i think ibuki hoshi is as good as any young wrestler she's 18 years old she's as close to a prodigy i think as you can name in terms of people that we haven't just deemed prodigy shout out Suzu Suzuki, for example, uh, Muki Hoshi's great. She's someone that is going to be believed in to push them forward. Maybe she's ice cross and Finn champion by the end of this recording. Cause she's still in the tournament. Uh, you have Asahi, who I think they believe in is really good. You have Kahu Matsushita who, um, Masu, yeah, Matsushita who, you know, has taken Sukasa's, uh, ring gear and is very much like her in a lot of her style. She's going to be really good. She's just a rookie. So that's really cool. She hasn't even wrestled for a year yet. Uh, so you have a good core. You're working with good freelancers. And like Ryan said, you've had a lot of good matches this year. Sukasa Fujimoto had a great year before she wrapped it up for the time being. Mm-hmm. Sakushi had a solid title reign, had some really good matches in there. They had a couple good tag title matches, blah, 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 blah. But I do think it's we have to temper a grade here because at the end of last year, it really put a dark cloud over them. And I think now that we've settled, that dark cloud's gone. And I'm really excited for their second half. But I'm actually right there with Ryan with a C. I think it's a point of I need to see where you're going to go now because you had a good first half with certain people around. But now you got to turn it up. How are you going to transform this? You you pretty much ended the first half with as good of a show as you could end it with, right? With that Sakushi uh, retirement show at the Yokohama Budokan. Yeah, it's the best show best. you can end it with. Yeah, really, really good. So now we wait, right? I think Steve's fair. It could go. It could definitely go down. It could definitely go up. It's really. It's in the middle for a reason because it's. So, there's so much uncertainty. But I did enjoy a decent amount of what they did. Yeah, C is passing. You know, you're doing some things well, but you're not at the top. You're, we're not considering them number one, number two, number three right. of the promotion. So I think that's fair. Let's head oh, to... One second. You didn't tell me oh. they announced Mia Watanabe versus Willow Knight and Yale. That's cool, too. I, I didn't fully I didn't say that. I saw they were doing Willow Knight, yeah. but I didn't see They just announced that match, match, too. That's a good match. I like that. TJ, Our son princess is trying to get my grade up as soon as mm. possible. <laughs> we haven't I, even announced Hikaru Shida's match yet. I like that they brought like a bigger, stronger wrestler for Miyu too. Mm-hmm. I agree. But that's going to be great. nice. And and she like fits in so well because she has yes. like that big personality and, and yeah. chipperness. So perfect. Um, oof. Okay. Let's talk pro Maybe wrestling I'll announce Hikaru Shida before we finish recording. Uh, <laughs> and, it, and we'll get a C. 
skull from mom. You just keep yeah, telling us. You keep, <laughs> keep hitting him with a skull. <laughs> Before I send the envelope out at the end of the show, I'm going to be like, ah, crap. You're trying all of a sudden. It's going to be all stretched <laughs> You're doing exactly out. what I just shit on you. Yeah. Not doing. It's the last assignment of the midterms, and they're frantically <laughs> actually putting effort into it. Ooh, yep, yep. So that's why, I, I mean, you, you got to revisit everything at the end of the year, too. Mm-hmm. Like, we've we got six months left. We've still got um, the summer of Joshi. Uh, absolutely. So let's talk pro wrestling wave. To me, this is the the quiet kid who gets their work done. They do it well. They're consistent. But they're not hitting you with anything that's going to knock your socks off. It's just good quality work. But uh, you're not going to be blown away in the same way you are the genius kids in the front row. Scott, you have been Hmm. plugging and and promoting this promotion. I feel like you're going to be high on them. Oh, I am not. Oh, <laughs> catch, catch the wave was the make or break, and they've already eliminated Miyuki Takase, so that alone should just probably okay. give them an F. Now, don't get me wrong, I'm not going to give them an F because that would be very mean because I did wave the flag a little bit early on. But, plus. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I am very disappointed in how they've handled their main tournament because last year. It delivered legitimate match of the year contenders. This year hasn't even come close. I don't even think I have like a match that's like, oh, you should go out of your way mm, to see this. Yeah. I don't even have that this year. And it's crazy because you have Suzu Suzuki. Now you have Risa Sarah in there. Um, you has been great. Haruka Musaki has been good. Nagisa and Nazaki's have a really good year. Um, Hanako Nakamori is really solid. Like you have all these good wrestlers in there, but, 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 and this is really going to go heavily on Catch the Wave because earlier in the year, they didn't do enough to me like, oh, you're having this amazing year. But you had you had signs, you had flashes. You had flashes of potential like, oh, this, this, could, be, this could be one of those sneaky indie promotions this year. But you have your main tournament. It's been mostly a letdown for me. Uh, and again, Takase's out. So mm, let's see. What's even the point anymore? Oh, uh, mm. what's even the point, man? Oh, sorry. Sorry. Got off track. Um, You'll be okay. It just should be better. It should have been better. It's not should be better because they're just going to go back to what they usually do now. I mean, Kohaku's really good. Best, maybe the she's not a rookie, but like in terms of someone that has debuted in their new promotion, she's one of the best. Like the person in Joshi that might only be uh, beating her is Mariah. Well, Mariah's definitely beating her, but like Kohaku's been that good. I think she's been really good to add. It's just, I want so much more, and they embrace comedy just a little too much for me. And you know, that's yeah. coming from someone that thinks uh, Sakura Hirota is maybe the best at it in <laughs> wrestling, but I can only take so much. And when you, when you're almost your entire card is that, even when you have title matches, it's a letdown. It really is. I want more. I expect more. And I just haven't gotten it. And what and catch the wave still has that next round. So, you know, maybe this turns, but I don't see it happening because the wrestlers that I wanted in that next round aren't in there. Ah, eh, Suzu might. So that's that's okay. But I doubt it. She's about to do a five star. I feel like she can't do both. It's mm-hmm. asking a lot. Uh, but yeah, I just have <sighs> pains to say me, but I'm gonna hit it with a C minus. Okay. It's trying to have strong feelings here. Well, not not overly strong feeling. I'll be like, I know you guys are like 
you guys catch the wave. I'm sort of more <laughs> waiting around in the shallows. I, I uh, put my uh, surfboard to the side. I, I, I've, I've left the wave. Yeah, yeah. But like, I've, I've never quite dove out into the deep end yet compared to you guys when it comes to wave. It's been, from what I've seen and what I've sort of picked up, it's been fine. Um, I feel like there's been more buzz around Pro Wrestling Wave than there has been in previous years. I'm not sure whether that's just because my own Joshi circles are opening up more in the past year, but I feel like it was very much sort of an offshoot thing that was kind of only really occasionally mentioned. But this year it feels like more people have been talking about it. It could be because they were hoping for better things from it, but it just seems like they've got more attention amongst its Western fans. Because I don't watch enough of it, I can't give like a full thought out grade. Mm-hmm. Uh, just from my impressions as the assistant teacher in this particular classroom, I'd probably be giving them a C. It's been fine. It could be better. It could be worse. They haven't egregiously screwed up, but they haven't been wowing. They're just there. Okay. I'm a slightly higher than you guys on them. I'm a crucial and grader, I've realized. Damn. I'm, a I'm, what? I'm, I'm a mean grader. Crucial, I was I was the, the main one for Ice Ribbon, though, so I, I, I took that pressure off you. To be fair, I'm the nice daddy one. <laughs> I, I do agree that they've kind of dipped more recently, but at the beginning of the year, I was very excited about them, and like Trent was saying, I feel like people were talking about them, and I was, I was very hyped about the Catch the Wave tournament, and I have like one match I really liked, Takase versus Aoki, but not on like classic level or really super good um it's definitely worth checking out but that's really the list Hmm. that's unfortunate because you got all these people in there not doing a whole lot um but the beginning of the year i felt it was consistent good quality so it's just slightly higher than you guys i just said b minus doing pretty good but you're not at the you're not the the front row you're not yeah killing it I think we're we're pretty close on that one. Yeah, that, that's, I mean, you uh, sort of between where we are, there's a couple of little sort of half gradings and stuff. So that sounds about right. Yeah, it, it comes down to sort of whether it feels to me like it depends how disappointing the second half of this part of the year has been for them. Because yeah, I do think the hype was there quite early, um, and just whether how much it delivered on that, how much has that hurt your feelings towards the catch the wave. Absolutely. Okay. Um, I think we're going to flip the feelings into a lot more positive. Let me just guess. When we talk stardom. Oh, we're already here. Every year, <laughs> every year I have this kid, head of the class, everything you teach, they get it right away. Um, they wow you with something all the time. You think you go, oh, this is how good you are. And then they come up and they do something better. It's like annoyingly successful. Like other kids are jealous, right? I think this is where we are. Um, Scott, are you as high as I am on stardom? <laughs> I think you know that answer. Uh, this is, you know, obviously my main promotion. Um, I watch every single match they do, which, you know, could be a fault on me once in a while because, you know, we're, <laughs> we're at that time of the year where we're like right before the five stars, so they mm. shouldn't really be going all out. And they're mm-hmm. dealing with injuries and all of that. But I'm not going to let recency bias affect my grade whatsoever. Uh, Stardom has had, shockingly, a phenomenal year. They have. They, have mm-hmm. they, they haven't stopped. 
And a lot of people ask, how do you top a 2021 that is probably the greatest in your company's history in terms of getting eyes on the product, match quality, show quality, tournament? I mean, they had their best five-star ever, I think. Um, I don't know. I don't know a lot of people that disagree with that. Um, they did. They pretty much hit on every possible uh, you know, if you if you were to have like a checklist, they checked all the boxes, right? Checked all the boxes in 2021. So coming into 2022, you have higher hopes because you got Shuri as the world of stardom champion after her incredible 2021 that left me saying she was the wrestler of the year. You have Saya Kamatani, who in all of her big spots was proving. She can be the person with this title. And I think this year she might be the best wrestler in the world so far. You have prominence coming in. You have colors coming in. You have these awesome new blood shows. You're pretty much getting something you didn't expect mm. from stardom. You know, stardom was called isolationists at one point mm. for some reason. And I don't mean to be mean to TJPW, but like that is the TJPW for the most part was, is that more so, but now we're talking about TJPW getting an AEW talent and bringing in indie talent from women uh, from America. So that's good. And you have Oscar Vending on there. So more, all these promotions that were isolationists at one point, they have broken down that barrier. Now we are seeing them bring in these amazing talents. I'm about to watch Suzu Suzuki, go from ice ribbon and people say, oh my God, I can't believe she's going into an all death match prominence group. Her career's not over, but she's really derailing her career because she was going to be the person in ice ribbon, right? She's going to be mm-hmm. the one that that's where it was going. And now she's in stardom. And not only is she in stardom, she's being treated as a main event star already in a lot of ways. She is the feature act of everything she does. And you're giving these cool title matches with Arisa Sarah. And you are, you know, you're piling. If you have like a match list, like uh, people call it match guide, uh, notebook, whatever it is. If you have one of those of like these must see great matches from this year, stardom has a lot. of them. They have a ton of them. I don't know if they have like the match of the year contender like they did last year for me yet with Utami and Shuri but they have a lot of them that are close, right? You got Starlight Kid versus Azumi. You have Julia and, and uh, Shuri. You have Julia and Mayu Utani. You got Shuri and Risa Sarah, which I thought was fantastic. You have the rise of Mirai. You're building people, right? That's a very important. I, I stress that heavily on the TJPW. They have built new stars. You have Mirai, who's now a main event caliber, despite not even being in the company at the end of at the end of last year well she technically was she was under a mask but you get my point you get my point they have checked every box that we listed great matches accessibility yes pay-per-view you have to pay for but i'm willing (laughs) to do it every single time because they keep delivering if they weren't delivering i wouldn't do it every time right but they are that's the thing they're delivering every time the only slight on them and this is a very big slight because they are telling stories, but me and Trent have talked about this many a time in our Mm. conversations is their one weak spot is building stories outside of their titles. Mm. I will say recently they're doing it well, but the Julia versus Suzu story on pause, that's on pause. 
Yeah. Haven't seen it in a while. The Waka story is a good one. That's a very yeah. easy story. The My Sakurai growth story has been a good one. But this goes to the Miyu Yamashita thing that I said. I'm bringing it back up. Utami Hayashishita is not nowhere to be seen for the yeah. most part. She is pretty much just there. And don't get me wrong, she became leader of Queen's Quest this year. You know, that's great. But that Queen's Quest, DD, uh, not DDM, Queen's Quest, the way to tie story, who, who could remember it? It doesn't mm. exist anymore. It just kind of went away. We never had the big Momo Utami match that we should have had. We had the 15 minute draw in that weird situation that they did. There should have been more from that. So the only reason I'm not giving them an A plus is because I know they can still do better. Somehow, some way, they can still do better, despite being what I think is the best, most consistent promotion this year. That's how good they've been. And it's scary to say they can do better, but we're entering the part of the year where they blasted off in 2021. So I am fully confident by the end of the year that grade is going to go up. Right now I'm sticking an A because they've had – the best mm. matches, the best wrestlers, some of the best stories, but they can do more there. That's that's the one bad part. But they're evil, they're easy to be seen. Of course, do I wish do I wish the shows were uploaded faster? Yes, but that is a one man show. I'm not gonna get mad at that. It is what it is. If they're faster than fan, they used to be, though. Yes, they yeah. are. Yeah. And if you're a stardom fan, you're used to it by now. So it's and and I get <laughs> to see the pay-per-views live. So that's a win. That's the biggest win of all. Mm-hmm. So I'm 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 sticking with an A. Because they haven't been perfect, but they're really, really close. And we're entering their biggest part of the year now. Yeah, I mean, it's it's hard to really follow that because you've pretty much hit the nail on the head on everything there. Uh, I'm really excited by the fact that they have opened their doors so much to bringing in outside talent. And look, mm. we saw that last year. Obviously, the marvellous uh, work they were doing mm. continued. They brought in uh, both Yoshiko and Nanae Takahashi, as well as a whole troop of other people for the All-Star Dream Cinderella Rumble. So they were starting to show signs of that. But I feel like this year they've taken these signs and really just expanded upon them because yeah. you're getting prolonged storytelling moments. You've got Colors joining Cosmic Angels. You've got Prominence going to war with DDM, even if the story is kind of in hiatus like scott mentioned you've got uh all this stuff happening it may suruga coming in and having a championship match the new blood stuff especially though like what they're doing with that is just so exciting because it's opening up eyes to the world of joshi stardom have got themselves in a position now where they are far and away the strongest joshi promotion in the in the country in the world um and now they know they can put these shows on and not worry about, oh, what if we lose talent here? Or what if people start paying attention to their talent rather than the stardom talent? They're not concerned about that now because they're undisputedly the best Joshi company. They're number two, number three in Japan. And like they're putting up a really solid fight against Dragon Gate for that number two promotion domestically in terms of just not talking about how good the shows are, just talking pure financial box office mm-hmm, attendance and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Like, the, if you told me in 2020 when they lost all of the talent they did, when they were trying to come back from the initial pandemic stuff, if you'd told me in less than two years they would be 
well and truly number two promotion in Japan doing what they're doing, I would not have believed you, as well as have bounced back in the past. But they've continued to do that. They've continued to grow. This year's seen a lot of fantastic growth from a lot of superstars, some who we were expecting. Like, I think Sayakamatani being as good as she is, we already were not expecting quite this good, but we knew she could be. Mariah's jumped in and done incredibly well. But my Sakurai has proven a lot of her haters wrong, myself included. Um, Sukiyama <laughs> has come in and really established herself. Yes, she's on the, the losing streak is her gimmick, but she's One, established herself. 111 a, and what? <laughs> her character work has made that interesting because at a certain point, a losing streak can just kind of be a streak. Who cares? But she's making it interesting. She's making you care. Much in the same way that Lady C made you care until she eventually got that win. My issues with stardom... Scott mentioned the main one, which you heard me rant about last month, so I'm not going to go on that rant as well. The only other knock I would put on Stardom right now is I feel like compared to last year, although I think this year's arguably been better, I feel like they haven't been able to blow off big stories quite like they did last year because the All-Star Dream Cinderella was a long-term project getting to that, which culminated in eventually the Tanakano Julia story getting its big blow off. We haven't had anything quite like that. We, we got hints of it with Shuri Julia at World Climax, but because it was part of a two-night show and you had Maya on the next night, I don't think they fully blew it off there. It's kind of now in waiting zone until maybe five-star Grand Prix happens and you can establish Julia as a challenger again. But that nothing this year has reached the emotional storytelling moments of All-Star Dream Cinderella last year, which would be... What my one knock because you have the talent there to tell those stories, but it's all kind of in the early and mid stage of storytelling. The one thing I will also give them credit for is I feel like they're leaning into the fun side of things again. Last year it still had its fun moments, but I think for long term Southern fans, what they really enjoyed was your Jankin tournaments, your costume change battle royals, and just kind of the the mass fiesta stuff. The really fun, silly stuff that didn't detract from the quality of the show, but just kind of added some extra flavour. This year especially, I think they've found a lot of opportunities to really dive into that, again, without detracting from the big the big level stuff. Yeah. And it's really given people like, say, Micah, who mid-2021, I was looking at going, you're talented, but I'm not feeling your character work. You're just a good wrestler to me at this stage. Now she's actually someone I'm constantly looking forward to seeing what she'll do next because she's been able to lean into these slightly more comedic stories. Even if they haven't fully paid them off in storytelling moments, it's just given fun character moments to develop these wrestlers into people that you want to see even if they're not on the main event because stardom won't get everyone a main title. That's expected. But if you make us care about these mid-carters and the people who aren't actively in big stories... That's what I'm looking for. That's been my complaint with the lack of storytelling in non-title matches. But if you're just giving Mm. us these character moments, at least it's something. So I'm with Scott. They could be doing better. But to me, they're still very firmly in that A rating. Um, For me, they've been the promotion of the year. I'm excited to see what they're going to do because, yes, the five-star Grand Prix is when they set themselves apart from every other promotion. It's what they did last year. I'm expecting them to do it again this year. But even before we get to that point, I think they're very much on the A caliber. Yes, the pay-per-views are expensive, but they keep me buying because, like Scott said, they keep feeling worth it. And even the the ones which look like they're not going to be worth it end up being show of the year mm. candidates. So good news who for am you. I to argue? July's got four of them. 
Possibly five. <laughs> please Say goodbye please to your money. subscribe to our Patreon so I can maybe get Kieran to send me some money to afford these shows. <laughs> so Trent, you're saying flat A? Yeah, flat A. They're not they're not A plus. Okay. There's, okay. there's areas to improve. They're not they should the perfect be at student. the end of the year. Hopefully. Um, okay. Whether I'm expecting them to fix some of the issues, I'm not sure. But yeah, they're, they're a flat A for me. Um, they're the, the grade my parents thought I should be getting, but I didn't. <laughs> we'll get some uh, Trent family history in here. Um, <laughs> you guys touched on a lot of things. And Scott was talking about the matches on your list. I went and looked. My current top 10 overall, all promotions. I haven't watched everything. But this is still, you know, I've you call yourself a wrestling fan and you I've haven't done. watched the, the <laughs> Colombian Wrestling League. Come on, no, man. No. You didn't watch um, Big Japan? Come yet. on, man. I do. Uh, oh, I do what else? Watch Little Japan. Japan's better than Big Japan. It's the unspoken promotion <laughs> of the year. <laughs> um, so I looked at my top 10 just to be like, where's, like, where are we? Four matches in the top, my top 10 are stardom. And to me, Mayu versus Julia is like number two. Mm-hmm. No one else is getting, no other Joshi promotions are getting in like the, the, the top five there. Um, they have the biggest moment, I think, in Joshi this year is the Suzu, Suzuki, Julia confrontation. Mm-hmm. You just like, just grab the moments. Mm-hmm. Um, they blow that one off too. Mm-hmm. The, the God's family, the God's eye. The God's, the God's family. It's a whole different story. They are God's family. Wait till you see the God's family. That's gonna the, be something. the chosen holy ones. But the I just I'm very into Sheree going off on her own. That story's mm. got me. Um, their press conferences are entertaining. And we're at the point where I'm just there's food involved. I'm watching them talk in a different language, and I'm entertained. Yeah. Look, here's one thing. Um, I wish they would. Obviously, it's more work for Sonny, and he's already doing 50 different things. I really wish they would subtitle those press conferences. Yeah. We're very, very, very fortunate that Dana on Twitter subtitles or oh, gives us yes, the transcripts yes. these because there's so much gold in these press conferences. Yeah. Yes, they're fun to watch when you don't understand what they're saying because it's just visually chaotic. It um, could be, we're yeah. missing. Yeah, if, if they obviously they can't subtitle everything, but if they subtitled those press conferences, um, it would just Give us so much. Yeah. We, we can't rely on people like Dana to be able to give us this stuff, but mm. we're lucky that we have it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, you can just pay someone like that, like mm. a hot dog and a handshake, and I'll bet they'll do it, you know? <laughs> um, I wanted to add to Azumi has been just killing it mm-hmm. as high-speed champion. I've loved everything she's done. I, I, that bumped up my grade. Mm. And, I mean, they're doing... If you look at the business, I, I mean, I don't know. I'm not analyzing the financials, but they're having these massive shows. Yeah, They're doing pay-per-views. People are watching them. They're on a roll there. Their uh, merch costs 400 bucks and they're selling out. Yeah, I mean, I have, yeah. I have, What's the I have a profit line? Real quick. I don't know if Stardom has ever had a better top-to-bottom group of champions than they do right now. Oh. I feel like everything's perfect. That's not a, perfect, um, but like almost... It, not as in like, oh, they have the best one champion ever, but think mm. about it. Top of the, the bottom, whole, got, the whole thing. You got Hanan as future champion, who's killing it. I yeah. The best. You have the artist champions, Rasaki Kashima, you know, kind of the artist queen in a way. 
is you know part of that momo starlight kid you have the high speed title which ryan this is why i'm talking about it. he just reminded <laughs> me azumi's having the reign that's really helped raise that title back up to where it once was you got uh the tag champions fwc are is fantastic and then wonder world i mean we already talked and my was swi and uh, well of course Will she ever defend it again? We'll see. <laughs> Waka from New York just needs to get a win so she can qualify. Uh, Miyu Amasaki's from England as well. So. There, there you yes. go. Kevin. Kevin, yes. That's one meme I, I didn't see the start of, and I'm so confused about <laughs> So, you know, you're, all your criticisms. I know the I'll tell you after. <laughs> you guys have valid criticisms, um, but to me, their match quality, the, their success business-wise or success buzz-wise, mm. to me, that that still gives me A+. Plus. You How could do better. Paying you? What's that? <laughs> How I, much is he paying you for that plus? I can't disagree with you. <laughs> I, I'm just very strict on them because... So if you do it numerically, right, a 97 is... Or 98 He's paying is, you $97. No, no, no. no. <laughs> 97, 98, that's, a, that's an A+. Plus. That's a good point. Mm-hmm. It's not a hundred. Yeah, that's a good point. Right. So I don't also, know. I, never I mean, <laughs> I think it speaks to how good they are that your expectations are that high. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. Look, they if are any of the other promotions that put on the year they had, they'd probably Dude, be getting an A plus yeah. for me. Um, yeah. Or the ex- every year the expectations are higher because they keep outdoing themselves. Um, it's historically great. Yeah. So I'm I'm gonna go ahead and give that slightly higher grade. Um, and they might get an A plus plus by the end if that's a Ooh. thing. It's not. You're, really. you're, you're, you're the teacher, Ron. You should. You're be pulling a Meltzer on us. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> they got to get to Tokyo done before they get the A plus plus. It's just uh, you know what it is. You put A plus and then you put a you put some stickers on the paper. That's what uh, you do. So, but, so they're trying to get the gold star on the smiley face now. Yeah, so, that's as far so, as that's as far as you go. So since we're technically done. Yes. I actually came up with three questions to ask you guys oh, before boy. we wrap this up. Talk about the future, though. Talk about the future, because I think okay. we're, since we're here in the midterm, it's best to look forward to the second half of the year. So these are all very different. They're all very – I think I think they're interesting. So first question, and I'll answer two. I'll answer two, but I'll answer last. I'm the one asking. And then, eh, maybe not. We'll see. It doesn't matter. What is the – one thing in Joshi or you are looking forward to the most, whether it be the New Japan Stardom show, which is just a different mm. experience. And by the way, the best hot take in the world. You're welcome, everybody. Nailed that one. Like uh, one month later. It's or yeah, weeks I didn't later. Expect, I didn't expect <laughs> yeah. that too. That was insane. To, to uh, be fair, half our hot takes got answered before the show. That's went true. Out. <laughs> <laughs> That's I was watching point. the stuff get announced. I'm like, damn it, I predicted that. But like the prediction's gonna come out after the fact. Yeah, mine didn't. Ha. No, no, you got you got you got a couple of days, Grace. I'm just waiting on my other one now, which I mean look the, if that happens, I'll be I will be genuinely shocked. Just that call me the uh, what's, what's the word? It doesn't matter. Okay, so we'll do that question first. One event, show, match, story, whatever it may be, in all of Joshi mm-hmm. that you're really looking forward to. Turn I'm gonna on. say Five star. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm just, yeah. I'm a big tournament person, first of all. Just a great way to get drama and story. stories are made. Mm. The lineup looks amazing. Yeah. And then can they outdo themselves from last year? 
let's let's see. Mm-hmm. Even if they don't, it's going to be awesome. They have the lineup to do so. That's the scary part. And potentially more, depending on the mystery guest. That's true. Yeah. Um, for me, it's I want time. to say the New Japan Stardom show, but my excitement for that is heavily dependent on if the bloody borders are fully open or not. If the borders are open, I'm most excited for that because as far as I'm concerned, I will be there. If the borders are still shut, then I'm not going to be excited because I'm going to be sad. Beyond that, (laughs) what I'm most excited for is probably the year-end climax show, whatever big final show they're going to be doing because they've already been, the rumors are already out there that Stardom want to make this as their biggest show to kind of lead into the New Japan Wrestle Kingdom because they know people will be coming over when borders are open. So they're going to try and make this a big deal. Now, whether that means AEW talent or not, I don't know. Frankly, I Mm. don't care. But the fact that they're looking at it from that perspective tells me that this is going to be an absolute banger. And obviously their year-end show where they had Shuri win the title and Sai Kamatani win the title, that was one of the shows of the year. Yeah. So they're already in the groove for that. And the year-end shows of the climax of Corrigan's are always a pretty big deal anyways. Yeah. With all this on mind, what the potential is for that is really exciting. So yes, Five Star is going to be amazing, but that's close enough for me to kind of be ready for it. New Japan Stardom will be really exciting if I'm there in person. But the year-end show, whatever that is, whenever that is, that has so much to be excited for. Well, Stardom. The answer was stardom. Guys. <laughs> you guys didn't sway towards any other promotion. You're like, stardom. When you've got the stardom. A or A plus student handing yes. in an assignment, yes. of course you're going to. Well, hey, Ryan could have said Wrestle Princess, and I would have been like, oh, that's a good choice. That could have been, that would have been fine after last year's show. It was great, but you didn't say it because I'm not great. as sure it's going to be great though. You know. <laughs> I'm happy you admitted it. Okay. All right. TJPW might not have references in that assignment. Oh, jeez. Oh, jeez. I'm running out of analogies. Yeah, we're running out of schoolwork. Uh, I was going to pick the five-star, but that's very on-brand for me, so it's okay. Mm. Uh, I just think, you know, I'll go more specific. The final night of the five-star, because I Mm. thought that last year was the best wrestling show I watched. The Mm. You want to talk about drama? You want to talk about excitement? You know, that was the first time me and Trent actually ever reviewed a show together. <laughs> and I just always remember how much fun it was because they had Shuri. Shuri had the best two match performance I've ever seen in one night ever. You know, she has that match with Takumi Roja and she has that match with Momo. I'm so excited for that night because I don't know what it's going to look like. I don't know who's going to be down to those block final matches and whatnot. We don't have a schedule as of this recording. We don't have the blocks as of this recording, but I have all the confidence that that final night will be another show of the year contender. So to change it up from everyone, I will pick that. Uh, My second question of three is name one wrestler in all of Joshi that you hope has a second half <laughs> now you name one wrestler in joshi that you hope has a big second half like no offense to jungle keon i don't know if she's gonna wrestle again this year so probably wouldn't be an ideal pick but she had a good start to the year if that matters she's one for one there you go see rossi should have pushed her i'll go uh, first if you want if you want me yeah to go you go first because okay. i don't want to think about this all right uh this well to be fair i had the answer in my head before i even asked the question <laughs> i think because they're your answer- questions so I think my answer is Natsu Poi. I mm. think I think there's few talents more underrated 
in their own promotion, they and her, I think stardom is so stacked, right? They're so stacked, but like I'm willing to put her top 10 talent in that company, maybe even higher, depending if she gets those chances. Uh, she's shown it this year in her match with Sai Kamatani. By the time this recording comes out, she probably showed it two more times against Tam, hopefully, that her injury, uh, you know, we got past her injury that she's dealing with. Uh, and I think she has as good a chance as anybody uh, to be elevated into that, you know, top idol spot if Tam Nakano is what I think on her way out very soon. I, it feels like we're entering the final stage of mm. Tam Nakano's run here. Uh, you know, she's going to get that world title match soon. They've been teasing it. She's going to have this these two matches with Natsupoi. Uh, They've added colors to Cosmic Angels. It just feels like we're gearing up for that final stretch here. So that plus five-star, I think Natsupoi can be an, a, not a five-star MVP. If you want to talk about non-winners, obviously, because I don't think she's winning, but I think she can be an MVP. I just want to see Natsupoi shine because I think she's as talented as anyone, and I hope she just get climbs up that ladder now that she's out of the artist of uh, stardom title picture. I, I think Natsupoi has already kind of proven just how good she can be just this year, and that's with the artist mm-hmm. of stardom championship sort of giving her certain direction away from highlight singles matches she's been yeah I, I, we mentioned a couple of shows ago she's been the low-key mvp for stardom so um give her five stars going to be very exciting yeah. i'm picking another person in the five star because uh, again it's hard not to be excited for the people in there in terms of what matches are going to pop up yeah. i'm going with suzu suzuki because there's going to be so many matches we have not seen her have yeah where she's getting big singles opportunities to really shine against the best talent in the world. And I think we all agree, like she's going to probably not necessarily going to win the tournament, but she's going to get it, pick up a lot of wins and probably get some good high profile matches at the top of the card. And beyond that, you've not only with the five star, you've got the new blood match with Mariah, which is going to be really exciting because it's free on YouTube. Anyone can go and watch that. It's the ice, it's a Sendai Girls bit of if you want to share it with someone, here it is. Watch how good Suzu Suzuki is. Mm. And you've got whatever they're going to be doing in prominence, you know. So she's yeah. going to be able to show her versatility in terms of single matches, in terms of different sort of levels and stuff, and then the deathmatch side of things. Plus, whatever else she ends up doing, she'll probably do some more stuff with DDT and Sendai Girls, and maybe, you know, depending on the catch the mm. wave performance. She already got stuff. a big Sendai Girls match. Yes. So there's just so much potential for her at her age to go, this is this is what the future is. I am the future. Bow down. So Suzu's my pick. Um, I'm going to head to Tokyo Joshi for mine and pick Miyu Watanabe. Mm. She, I don't know if they're going to ever push her the way she should, but I'm being optimistic here and thinking they're going to give her opportunities to me, she's like really the, the total package, like power, charisma, fluid in the ring, and feels like on the cusp of like greatness or, or moving to a, a, the next level. Yeah. Um, so I'm kind of fingers crossed that she has a great Russell Princess run or just gets some more opportunities because it feels like they don't really have a plan mm. for her. Um, so if they do, she gets that stage, she's going to kill it. I can agree to that. I can agree to that. All right. And final question. 
Uh, Ryan kind of already said it earlier, but I'm going to ask because uh, I think it's important now that we're halfway through the year. Uh, Favorite Joshi match of the year. Number one Joshi match of the year so far. For me, I'm going to say, and I I kind of already announced on Twitter, but no one cares on Twitter. So I'm going to say it here. Um, Tam Nakano versus Saya Kamatani for the Wonder of Stardom Championship, night two of the uh, Grand World Climax shows that they had. Um, mm-hmm. To me, that was the match that stood out most for me. There's been a lot of fantastic Joshi matches, but that one just kind of delivered on a whole other level for me and somehow surpassed the already fantastic match they had just a couple of months prior in December. Hmm. Um, I did say my Iwatani versus Julia. Mm-hmm. I uh, Nothing has topped that for me. I Just the, the feeling, the, the electricity, it's going to take something special to really knock that off. Um, but I have seen some stuff like on the level right below that. I thought Himika versus Shuri was incredible. Yeah. Shuri versus Sarah. Um, Azume versus Starlight Kid. Like a, I, I feel like I need to rewatch that. It seemed to me like a game changer match. What, the kind that you look at 10 years down the Dude, road and, I have and, to still say my match. Oh, sorry, sorry. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just kidding. Is it one of those? <laughs> I'm sure. It is yes. that exact match. Okay. <laughs> but keep so going. Segway, I, want keep segway. going. I, want you, I want you to keep going because I, I just you're, feel like you're on to something. It's okay. I don't want to compare it to uh like Randy Savage versus Steamboat, but those kind of matches sometimes like change what we expect from the art form. Because mm-hmm. someone has done something on a different level or done something differently, and I, I that's that may be what this match does, or or maybe these two women uh, top themselves and, and just keep going going nuts high speed style. Mm-hmm. Sorry okay. to steal your match. No, it's okay. It's okay. <laughs> I, uh, I I went last, so it's on me. Uh, it's on me. Uh, but yeah, that was my pick. It's been my pick since February twenty third. I just remember my birthday. Watching. Woo. Hey, happy birthday, Trent. Uh, Best birthday present I could have got. I just remember watching that, and I just said to myself, that is as good a match these two have ever had. And the scary part is they're going to have better. Like, Mm. I know they're going Mm. to have better. Um, And I think think Ryan did hit it as it's a special match in that it will be one you remember – in five years, you'll in 10 years, because these two are just getting started, but they're already that great. Their chemistry is unmatchable. And I th- I, th- I like that we all had something different, obviously all from stardom, which was going to make me ask a <laughs> second question of your non-stardom Joshi match of the year, because I think that's important too, to highlight everyone. But what they were able to do, they, they didn't miss a beat, right? It was almost too perfect in some ways, right? It, it's not a perfect match by any means, I think, because mm. I know they can do better. Mm. But it was almost too perfect because they didn't miss a beat. They didn't miss any of their high-speed stuff. You know, that amazing dive by Azumi to, you know, bounce off the top ropes and launch herself to the outside. It was fantastic. And somehow they had that great match afterwards between Sai Kamatani and Natsupoi. So that for me gets the uh, the edge, but it's funny because your two picks would be my number two and three, <laughs> and and yeah. that's the same yeah. thing for me. My oh, number okay. two and three is my yeah. Julia and Azumi kid. So yeah, so there we go. Uh, I think that's I think that reads 
the room of how great those three matches have been. But now I will ask my secondary question so that we can just finish this up by highlighting all Joshi. Uh, what is your favorite non-stardom Joshi match of the year? I, I'm going to say Haruka versus Hoshi. Ice Ribbon, January 16th. Yeah, that was great. Um, just that urgency and, and energy, that kind of stuff really pulls me in. And, and you either have it at the beginning of the match or you don't. Mm-hmm. Um, great chemistry. So, yeah, I'd like to pick a Tokyo Joshi Pro match, but... Um, there were two that... The cat hasn't been given her chance to Sean yet. <laughs> Don't yeah. Give her a title <laughs> Please don't give her a title match. I won't go last this time. I'll let Trent go last. We'll, yeah. we'll, we'll leave sure a little fresh. Um, I'm going to go with the seedling match between Arisa Nakajima and Tsukasa Fujimoto. Uh, okay. Tsukasa, Tsukasa Fujimoto said, huh, I only have a little time left. You want me to enter some rest of the year conversations? Okay. Bang, bang, bang. So that's what she did. She drops. That match, the ice ribbon version of this match, which I thought was a little worse, and then the tag tag team matches in the Yokohama Budokan show. She just gave all these great matches in such a short time, but this kicked it off uh, just as physical and as brutal as you expect, but it also has that emotional drama of Sukasa's on her way out. How many times are we going to see this match again, right? And it earned her a title shot for the next day. Uh, just a phenomenal, phenomenal wrestling match. Uh, the only one that was, I think the other one that was close was the Nomads main event as well. Which I Nomads liked. main event is, it's not my ne- my next pick, but it would be in the short list. Mm-hmm. Um, especially if you don't count the one I'm about to say, because it's half Joshi. It's an intergender match. It's Emi Sakura versus Bali and Aki from Choco Pro in the Super Asia Dream uh, championship match. So obviously it's not full Joshi, but I thought it was just a fantastic showcase of how good obviously both are. But I think it came at a really important time because people were forgetting how good Amy Sakura is because she's been mm-hmm. over in America training people and occasionally popping her into mm. AEW Dark, doing tag matches that you know, don't really move the needle. Um, she came back to Choco Pro for a couple of weeks and just kind of get that sort of reinvigoration and just put on an absolutely phenomenal match with Aki. Yeah. Um, if you need multiple, if you need full Joshi, uh, the Nomads main event and also complete bias, Jungle Counter versus Kyoko Kimura, if for nothing else because of the emotion surrounding it and seeing these two people back in the ring, one who was retired and one who I think a lot of people thought could have ended up retired, but they came back yeah, and just put on really a, a good match. Obviously, it's not a five-star, but with everything that was surrounding it, um, it's, you know, in terms of memorable it's a memorable match and then some nice. All right, folks, we did it. There we go. I I extended it another 20 minutes. (laughs) We we got bonus. We got bonus material. Yeah. We graded them. We looked to the future. That's because the the students in Joshi worked so hard. So we gave them a little treat at the end with even more (laughs) of us. Because we know that's what the people want. Excellent. They sure do. Um, So thanks guys. And thanks everybody for listening. Uh, Mm -hmm. Let's do it again in a month.